When you wake up in the morning and check your phone, does it feel like this or like this? Because with Shopify, your morning can feel like this way more often. That's the sound of a sale being made on your new Shopify store. And while client payments may require weeks or months of work, you can start generating a semi-passive income to grow your business by setting up a Shopify store all of your own. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your latest designs on shirts or bags or adding something totally different to your business, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. You can sell online, you can sell in person, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. With Shopify, you can set up your store in minutes and start selling immediately. And Shopify's award-winning support is there to help you as you go. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash freelance. That's all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash freelance to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash freelance or click the link in our show description and start waking up to this. Whether you want to travel more or communicate better with international clients, you need to try Babbel. I've used Babbel's courses and you can do the same in order to learn real life conversation skills in a different language, order food, ask for directions, or speak to clients without having to use translation apps. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash freelance. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash freelance, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash freelance. Rules and restrictions apply. Season one of Freelance to Founder is sponsored by FreshBooks, the number one invoicing software for freelancers and solopreneurs. Having started with just one person and growing to serve thousands of customers, FreshBooks knows exactly what it takes to scale your solo business. And a huge part of scaling is getting paid what you deserve and on time. With FreshBooks, you can send an invoice in less than 30 seconds. Plus, they have this really cool feature where you can see when your client has opened their invoice and schedule automatic follow-up emails that trigger if they forget to pay. To try FreshBooks free for 30 days, visit freshbooks.com FTF and enter FTF in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Thanks and enjoy today's episode of Freelance to Founder. We did more in that first Christmas season than, than they had done on a website the previous like seven years combined. For Milo, I'm Dallin Wright, and this is Freelance to Founder. Today's story is an interesting one, purely if all you were talking about was business plans. But add to that a celebrated artist, some massive downsizing, and turning to your children for business assistance, and you start to have a freelance to founder level story. You're going to hear from three people today. Kylie, daughter to the artist, support and social of the operation. Nate, the son and business strategist, whom without this story would be very different. And Greg Olson, father and artist of this crew. We're going to start things off with Nate. 
You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because Hydro pairs the effectiveness of rowing with the power of technology to connect you with over 5,000 video trainings, classes, and workouts. And get ready to get out from behind your home desk because after a few months of daily rowing with Hydro, your partner's gonna wanna take you out for a night on the town to show you off. This spring, join the growing rowing community at Hydro. Head over to hydro.com and use code FREELANCE to save up to $400 off your Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. Hydro.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs, and did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. I'm the only boy. I have five sisters. So my dad and I have always been really close. Um, being the only boys kind of afforded us with a lot of opportunities to you know, spend time together. And so, plus he worked from home. Dad was always around, always hanging out with us. And the youngest Dolson, Kylie. And, and I remember, you know, it, uh, geez, I was probably six years old, you know, yeah, going to a friend's house and, you know, her, you know, seeing her dad come home from work at like 6.30 p.m. And it was so, it was so hard for me to grasp, you know, the concept that her dad was gone all day and that he wasn't just at home hanging out in his, you know, ball cap and sweatpants. Greg is the creator of religious works of art, and he has been painting as a professional for over 35 years. Greg Olson. The biggest challenge for most of us artists is obscurity. And not that you're, you're going for fame or fortune, but that you'd like to share what you do with a, a wider audience. And the vast majority of people on this planet, the stuff that I have done, is totally unknown to them. And so it, it would just simply be gratifying to share that with more people. Some of those people will be people who connect with what you do. Now, recognition is fantastic, but without financial recognition, 
an artist won't be an artist for very long. So how does a fine artist make money? One, selling original. Many fine artists would like nothing more than whipping out paintings and selling them quickly for a large profit. But there usually aren't enough of these sales to solely rely upon. Two, print sales. Why sell just one original when you can harness the power of multiplication? A popular image can sometimes be financially beneficial years and years past the sale of that original artwork. Three, licensing. Now you may mock popular artists like Mr. Thomas Kincaid for his style of artwork or his unusual licensing practices. For instance, I just found myself a sweet Kincaid plush teddy bear, Kincaid coffee pot, and a Kincaid range gauge stick. But it's a very viable way of making your art work for you with minimal effort. And there's one other choice you have as an artist. Do you want to do all these things yourself, or do you want to have a publisher come in and do it for you and just give you a royalty check at the end of the day? But I can remember looking at royalty reports when I was like, I don't know, maybe twelve. And looking at just like the numbers and being like, and seeing how my dad got compensated and where all that went and and all that stuff, and being like, Dad, why don't you do this on your own? This is like, you know, I'm not sure this is a good deal, kind of a thing. And, and him always being like, Look, there's a whole lot more to it than just, you know, shipping out paintings. You know, there's, you know, so he kind of created this huge, that it was like this huge monster. And it was a better deal for him to do it the way he had been doing it. And eventually, Greg became frustrated with his national publisher, and he decided to start a publishing company of his own. Side note: that booming national publisher Greg left is now out of business. They really focused on my dad's artwork and, and things like that, but they they also had other artists too. And so the way that their business model was set up was much different than. The way my dad and them should have set up their first operation, you know. But what they did was they sort of tried to copy that model, and so it didn't really translate so well into a company built upon one artist and and his work, you know, my work. Think of it in these terms: you're an actor working for Sony Pictures. And you leave because of the small percentage of a film's revenue that you receive. You then start your own film studio with similar sets, equipment. You've got employees, but now you're the only actor acting in these new films. There's not enough content for that level of overhead. It was sort of flawed from the beginning. You know, I don't think it mattered who was running it. It was set up to be kind of a top-heavy operation, no matter what. And this is where Nate enters the business picture. I had been doing some work for my dad, kind of often, off and on, but I wasn't getting paid for it because of the way that the business was set up. It, it just—I spent a lot of time, but it, I just wasn't making any money. I can remember talking to my dad and saying, "Hey, I got to do something," <laughs> you know, like official. So I talked to、um, my uncle, who was running his business at my dad's business at the time, and they kind of came up with this entry-level position for me to kind of go in and help manage kind of the licensing department. 
that part of the operation was really in like maintain mode. It started stagnating. I think the whole operation had, but that was one thing where I think my dad just kind of tried to give me a little bit of a charge to say, hey, you could go there and make a difference in this area. I think everyone at season eight kind of initially underestimate the, the gusto that he has just because of stature maybe. But I think, I, I truly believe that's why Nate thrives because nothing will, will light Nate's fire like having someone tell him he can't do something. It went well at the beginning, but there were times where I, I could sense that my dad was like a little bit more stressed because now he had like this huge payroll and all this overhead and, and liability and, you know, all this stuff that he kind of stopped painting all the time. You know, I always thought that like my dad is the artist should, as bad as it sounds, make the most money. Didn't make sense to me that other people were making you know, more than him. You know, there's just like so much excess that it started making me sick because I didn't just look at it being excess. I looked at saying, well, that's money that my dad basically, I always, I just saw it as a way of like affecting my dad. You know, they just saw that and said, okay, that's money. We can sell that. We can make, you know, no, just throw it away. Get rid of it do something else it just stuck him in this weird like cycle coming up the pivot Hey everyone, Preston here again. Season one of Freelance to Founder is sponsored by a company that also started with just one employee and has grown to serve thousands of customers. That company's name? FreshBooks. Lots of Miller readers and listeners use FreshBooks every day to manage their growing business. I talked with Karina from VividShift.com. She said, I use FreshBooks all the time and I love it. What I like best is the ability to visually see my profit over time and how easy it is to create recurring invoices. It's incredibly simple to use while still having all the features that I need. To join Karina and try FreshBooks free for 30 days, visit freshbooks.com FTF and enter FTF in the How Did You Hear About Us section. That's FTF as in Freelance to Founder, the show you're listening to right now. Companies like FreshBooks help Miller produce high-quality content like this show 100% free to you. If you'd like to hear more shows like this in the future, please take a second and support this season's sponsor, FreshBooks. Now, back to the show. So Greg has started his own publishing company, but things aren't going great at this point. Nate joins in to try to help out, and this is where we hit that pivot. Can we do the same thing with less? You know, what kinds of things can we get away with? Throw away, cut out. It wasn't just about, you know, the bottom line. It was also about, you know, what's, how are people communicating? Is there a good feeling? Is it a fun atmosphere? Are we being productive, you know, when we meet? Are we, do you know what I mean? And it was just like totally the opposite, in my opinion. (laughs) 
And I didn't go there like wanting to like try to cut out people that I felt like weren't working, but at the same time, I my like my commitment was more to my dad and and making sure that the process worked than saving everybody else's jobs. How can we accomplish the same thing with the least amount of resources or headache or hands-on? And and we were pretty uh, relentless in that. You know, if you don't enjoy something, give it time. You know, don't give up easy. But I've, <laughs> I've, I've in a lot of ways, I'm I'm quick to quit or quick to like change course because I know pretty quickly whether it's something that's working for me or that I enjoy. In hindsight, it was a blessing of sorts to just have to start fresh and say, okay, what do we do now? And starting from the ground up, how will we, you know, remake ourselves? There was kind of some resistance towards, I think, focusing on the website. They had really kind of focused on uh, their retail, you know, the dealer base and things like that, which is weird because every year that thing was getting chopped. You know, it seemed like 30% of the dealer list would just go out of business. What if we, you know, just focus on the website, you know, cut out the retailers and everybody's like they'd kill us <laughs> you know they'd freak out you know it wouldn't be a good thing you know they didn't think people liked to wouldn't buy art online that it was kind of an experience that people had to be there for I mean I can remember they used that they couldn't figure out how to do the shipping so they would charge people like $50 to ship and then refund them the difference <laughs> and you're like Who's gonna do that? The only thing that we were really good at, and, and I'm not even part of that equation, was my my dad paints good images. Some people are interested in buying that. That was what that was really the only thing we were good at. And so we had to find ways to find other people to help us. Although they recognized they needed to focus their attention on improving their website, that doesn't necessarily mean they found quick success. The company who helped them refresh their website didn't exactly make life successful or easier for this newly downsized company. The, the product they delivered wasn't good. I think it was up for a day or two. People actually bought stuff, but it was just a nightmare. It wasn't really plugged in with our fulfillment. You know, so I ended up spending like two days just trying to sort through all the orders. Because, I mean, amazingly enough, people actually still ordered things, but I have no idea how. You know, and some people, some people ordered like large limited editions that maybe should have been like $800 and they got them for like 240 bucks because they didn't have their pricing algorithm figured. So, I mean, it's just like, okay, whatever, just go back to the old site and help me sort out this mess and then let's go our different directions because 
I'm not gonna wait around for you guys to, you know, figure it out. I felt bad because I kind of like blown the whole thing up. And now, somehow, <laughs> my dad had kind of trusted me to set something else up. At that point, we, we hadn't really integrated the back end of the website with our fulfillment. So we had to take website orders and then send them to our manufacturer by hand. Now, good thing it wasn't a busy or important time of year. Yeah, good thing. Things were so raw. But at that point, that first Christmas, my dad and mate were just kind of like, okay, well, maybe Kylie can, maybe Kylie can help out. And, and I'm so fortunate that they asked. But that, that first Christmas was so insane. This sale had started like at 10 o'clock the night before. And I think we woke up and there was like 70 orders that my sister had to do. And then by the time we were done with the accountant, there was like twice that. I didn't even have a laptop at that point. I grabbed my parents' desktop computer out of their bedroom and I brought it out to the kitchen and like plugged that huge sucker in. And there were days where I just didn't even move for like eight hours. Seriously, I did not get up from that table because every order that came in, I was manually entering it. It's hilarious to think about you know, how much unnecessary legwork went into that first Christmas. It was it was good because it presented a problem that we had to learn how to, how to fix. Yeah, this may be a rebuilding year, but we're, we're just, we're just getting, we're just getting things going to really start soaring. We did more in that first Christmas season than, than they had done on a website the previous, like seven years combined. It's one thing to grow up knowing what my dad does and knowing that people are interested in it and that people can appreciate his talent. But, you know, being able to work on the inside and work directly with those customers, that first Christmas, it was really touching to be able to have conversations with these people and have people, you know, express the way that the art has affected and touched them. It was, it was kind of like, okay, you know, I, I know my dad's good at what he does, but on a personal level, it was really eye-opening, like, you know, this is going to be a big thing. You know, at one point we had like a, just an insane amount of people engaging with the posts. I can remember looking at Oprah's page and she had a ton of followers, but not a lot of, you know, engaged users or followers. We've had posts that have seen, you know, over a million people, you know, in a day. Our, our weekly reach is, you know, almost 3 million. Work doesn't really feel like work it doesn't feel like a burden or a task because it's always just kind of been a way of life, you know, growing up with my dad doing what he does since I was little. It's not really work. It's just kind of life. You know, you, you basically run the, run the company, you know, with your brother off of two laptops and two cell phones. And it doesn't sound grand or, you know, like any, any big deal. And that's kind of how Nate is. I'm learning through him and through this whole thing that you know bigger is not always better that you know he's kind of hit this this sweet spot of less really is more sometimes i didn't really have a great plan everything is uh limited to me painting and then getting the word out there online and that's that's about as complicated as it is <laughs> i think my dad is completely unaware of how incredible he is 
And the reason I say he is, in addition to how incredible his talent is, is because I think that his gentleness really comes through. It just resonates tenfold with people. And I think the reason why that my my dad executes that so well is because it's it's the way that he lives. I still believe it's an image-driven market. And if I had the formula, you know, to be able to foresee what images have a, an appeal to the public, you know, I'd be doing a lot better than I am. You just, you know, do your own thing and hope that somebody else down the road appreciates it. I, I mean, I didn't know anything about, like, invoicing. I didn't know anything about accounting. I, I literally didn't know anything about this stuff. You know, the second that he was presented with this opportunity of taking on kind of this company and transforming it, you know, it was like something... <laughs> something ignited in him and he just he has not stopped for a second certainly Nate has been you know the driving force behind whatever changes have taken place and kind of the direction we've gone and and I I'm just very lucky to you know have somebody like him helping me The Olsons have found pretty major success focusing directly on the consumer, while at the same time massively reducing the production and overhead that they had previously engaged in. That doesn't mean they toss tools from their toolbox, but they certainly cut down on the size of the garage storing those tools. They still license artwork with national publishers, they still wholesale product to some retail outlets, and they certainly sell originals but they found they can keep life simple and successful without giving up complete control of the process. And that's the story of Greg Olson Fine Art. Next episode, we'll focus on someone who started as a simple web designer, grew it to a million-dollar web design company, and is currently focused on her new startup, which teaches designers how to run a business. You can subscribe to the show and listen to the entire first season at FreelanceToFounder.com. While you're there... Preston tells me there's a free gift that we've included just for you. If you enjoyed the show, please head on over to iTunes and leave us an honest review. Ratings and reviews help us improve the show and help others find it more easily. Now, would you do me a favor? Would you mind telling just one person about the show? And might I recommend that guy you used to milk cows with? He had a really red beard, was incredibly hard to understand, and he beat you in that impromptu milking contest at 3 a.m. How did you even think you were going to beat him? Yeah, that's the guy you need to tell about this show. For Milo, I'm Dallin Wright. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. I can remember asking, okay, well, why, you know, this product, you know, you frame it under glass, you mat it, you know, you sell it for X, you know, and then you sell it for half that price to a retailer. Like, what's your margin on that? Nobody could really tell me. You know, or what does it factor in? How does overhead affect that price? It's like, holy smokes. You know, I can guarantee you weren't making money on that. So I don't know why you, why you sell it.